0: On Deck. On. Deck. On Deck. On Deck. Deck. On Deck. On Deck. With Max. What is up? And welcome back to another exciting episode of On Deck with Max. I'm your host, Maxwell Schaefer, and I'm thrilled to have you joining me. Today, we've got a jam-packed show as we dive into the 2024 NFL Conference Championship Games, and we will look ahead to the upcoming Super Bowl. So without further ado, let's jump right in. So let's dive straight into the NFL Conference Championship Games. Man, what a weekend of jaw-dropping action. The intensity, the drama, the games were fantastic. It was everything that we could have ever wanted as fans of football. So looking at the first game, we had the Chiefs at Ravens. But before the game even started, the players were talking smack. Chiefs tied Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes were warming up on their side of the field before the game. Now, the kicker for the Ravens, Justin Tucker, was stretching right where they were warming up with all of his gear just spread out across the field. So Kelsey told Tucker to move it so Mahomes wouldn't get hurt. And when he didn't do it, Kelsey walked over, grabbed his helmet, grabbed the balls, grabbed the kicking tee, and tossed it away. Now, of course, this made Tucker upset, So him and Kelsey were going at it and just recently Kelsey and his brother Jason have a podcast and he commented on it saying, if he wants to act like that, I promise you I can act a whole lot worse towards him every single time. So this game was already intense before it even started. They were trash talking each other, getting in the way of each other. I mean, it was, everything was planned and set out for this to be an amazing game, but Getting back to the game, the first quarter was vintage Patrick Mahomes. He was picking apart the Baltimore defense with quick passes, with Travis Kelsey, of course, on the other end of several of them. Travis Kelsey finished the game catching 11 passes for 116 yards and a touchdown, and Patrick Mahomes went 30 of 39 for 241 yards and a touchdown. Now, like I said, before the game, there was a lot of smack-talking, And during the game, we saw a lot more. There was smack talking and there was taunting done by both teams. But most notably was Travis Kelsey. Now, even though every time he caught a pass, he would taunt or he would flex or he would do something at the Ravens players, but the rest would never throw a flag. But when the Ravens were down by 10 in the first quarter, rookie Zay Flowers caught a 54-yard pass to the Kansas City 10-yard line, and then was flagged for taunting after the play. Even though Travis Kelsey's been doing it all game, the Ravens, the only time they were taunting, they get called a penalty. But even though that taunting penalty happened, moments later, Zay Flowers caught the ball and he fumbled it near the goal line at the one-yard line, and the Ravens didn't even get no points out of it. The quarterback for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, went 20 of 37 for 272 yards and a touchdown but Baltimore never really showed their advantage on the ground. Jackson did race under one of his own tip passes in the first half for a 13-yard reception, which was pretty cool. But he also turned the ball over twice, including a forced pass the heavy coverage that was picked off in the end zone with 6 minutes and 45 seconds left in the game. Lamar Jackson fell to 2-4 and four as a starter in the postseason, despite having been the top seed in the AFC twice. He made a few sensational individual plays, but the Ravens had trouble moving the ball otherwise. The Chiefs went on to beat the Ravens 17-7, even though they didn't score a single point in the second half. With this win, they secured their spot in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. Now moving on to our second game in the conference championship, we had the Lions at 49ers. The Lions have only been in this situation two times. The 49ers have been here multiple times. So I thought going into this game, it wouldn't be close and that the 49ers would just roll the Lions back to Detroit. But man, was I wrong because the Lions came out firing. San Francisco's front seven had no answer in the first half for Detroit's offensive line, which constantly opened up big holes, giving the back several yards even before first contact. The Lions ran for 148 yards in the first half, getting touchdown runs from Williams, David Montgomery, and Gibbs. Michael Bagley added a late field goal to give Detroit a 24-7 lead at half, which is tied for the second biggest scoring output for a road team in the first half of a conference title game since the NFL-AFL merger. So of course Lions players are going to be feeling themselves and acting like, oh my gosh, we're about to go to the Super Bowl for the first time ever in franchise history. So you had players like C.J. Gardner-Johnson, a cornerback for the Lions, raising his hand, looking to the fans, and waving at the 49ers fans goodbye before halftime even started. Now, I understand it's a huge lead, but in the NFL, anything can happen. And in my opinion, he probably should have focused on the game instead of the fans because the 49ers came out of the locker room after halftime and mounted a 17-point comeback with special thanks to Brock Purdy and mistakes by the Lions. San Francisco settled for a field goal on the opening drive of the second half before the game completely flipped in a four-minute span. Dan Campbell, the coach for the Lions, opted to go for it on fourth and two from the San Francisco's 28-yard line, but Josh Reynolds couldn't hold on to a pass from Jared Groff leading to a turnover on downs. The Lions then seemed to have a potential interception when Purdy's deep pass hit Kendall Vildor in the face mask. But the ball popped up and was caught for a spectacular 51-yard game by Brandon Ayuk. Then Purdy found Ayuk three plays later for a six-yard touchdown. This would make the score 24-17 with the Lions leading. Now, on the first play of scrimmage for the Lions on the next drive after the 49ers' touchdown, Jameer Gibbs, the running back for the Lions, fumbled the ball and gave it back to the Niners, setting up a one-yard touchdown run by McCaffrey to tie the game at 24. Now, I wish I could say that's the worst it got, but it got even worse from there for the Lions, with wide receiver Josh Reynolds dropping another pass on third down, leading to a punt that Detroit had a chance to down at the one, but couldn't hold on to the ball. Brock Purdy then drove the Niners to a 33-yard field goal by Jake Moody and their first lead of the game, making it 27-24. to Brock Purdy would finish the game with 267 yards passing and a touchdown, along with 48 yards rushing thanks to a pair of 21-yard scrambles. Dan Campbell bypassed a chance at a game-tying field goal on fourth and 3 from the Niners' 30 midway through the fourth quarter. Goff would then throw an incomplete pass, and the Niners would drive down to get the insurance touchdown. However, Goff added a touchdown pass to Jamison Williams with 56 seconds to play, but the 49ers recovered the onside kick to seal the win. Goff finished 25 for 41 for 273 yards and a touchdown. As Brock Purdy and the 49ers rallied from 17 points down to beat the Lions 34 to 31 to advance to the Super Bowl, the Niners had 27 unanswered points in the second half after trailing 24 to 7 at halftime now that's all we have for the recap of the conference championship games and man did we witness some nail-biting moments unexpected twists, and of course the sheer skill of these incredible teams and athletes from the incredible plays to the heart-stopping comebacks it was a weekend to remember. With the conference championships now behind us, it's time to turn our attention to the Super Bowl. The stage is set with the 49ers versus the Chiefs. This Super Bowl will be a rematch of Super Bowl 54 where the Chiefs beat the 49ers 31-20. But this time, will we see the 49ers overcome the hump and get a ring? Or will we see Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey win their third Super Bowl in the last five years? But you will have to wait till next episode on Wednesday, where I'll be breaking down the strengths and strategies of the competing teams, looking at key players to watch, and of course, making some predictions of my own. But we need to remember, in football, anything can happen, and that's what it's all about. Before we wrap up today's episode, I want to give a big shout out to our awesome listeners. Your support means the world to me, and I love hearing your thoughts and insights. Keep those predictions and comments coming. Also, make sure to leave a review, share the podcast with your friends, and turn on those notifications so you never miss when I drop a new episode. But as we gear up for the Super Bowl, remember to stay tuned. I'll be bringing you more insights, predictions, and all the football excitement in the coming episode. Until next time, this is Max signing off. Remember to stay pumped, stay informed, and as always, keep it on deck. I will see you in the next one. On deck. On On. On. deck. On deck. deck. On deck. On deck. On deck. With Max.